1: Hello everyone. A hell of a way to start a show. <laughs> <laughs> that is a hell of a way to start a show. Um, <laughs> <All right. laughs> you guys just missed that because the cameras weren't on, but alright guys, there's hashtag the free the anyway. Thank you <laughs> for tuning in to the Graceland TV after show here on After Buzz TV. We are talking about season three, episode five, La Pinon Tree. Um you'll notice that there's two extra people on the panel with us today. Oh yeah. Um, they're obviously going through a rough patch. Uh, you know brother and sister-wise, but joining me, I'm Stephen Lemieux, I'm the host tonight, and joining me is my co-host as always, Stephanie Georgie. Hey y'all. And uh, yeah, so, Let's go ahead and get started. No, I'm just kidding. Welcome to the show, Jamie. Welcome back. Good to have you back this season Thanks as well. Thanks for having me. And uh, we've been getting shade from Eric because he wasn't coming into our studio. He said he'd been out of town, but I don't believe him. Eric Valdez, thank you for coming in. I have been out
2: of town. Thank you for having me again. If you followed me on Twitter, then perhaps you would have seen where I was. Mm, oh, man. It's all fake.
1: Are we having it's a T-Swift, Nikki moment right now? Yes, we are. It's we may get relevant for 2015. You know. Exactly. We're having, <laughs> a, we're having an argument that's completely irrelevant exactly. to everyone else's lives. So this episode was pretty awesome. There were a few issues I had with it, uh, mostly having to do with the loss of two of my favorite characters who are sitting next to me, and I'm not saying that because they're sitting next to me. Um, oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> I do like that we're actually moving Mike's story forward, because it's been getting kind of too much Born Again Jesus, and I really was hoping that we'd find some meaning to his flashes of light and all that kind of stuff, uh, but overall solid episode. I'm like I'm liking where the story is going. What did you think overall, Steph?
3: I loved it. It was great. I'm s- really buttered about what happens though with yeah, <laughs> C- Johnny. <20.
1: laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know. All right. So, oh, world. I love now the now world. he's available for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to break down Mike's storyline, get into the Armenian storyline with Briggs, and then we're going to wrap up with
3: Carlito, Carlito and
1: Jucia. And Jucia. Jucia. <laughs> Who wrote Jucia? Jucia? Jucia, you know, because Ju- it's Johnny, Johnny and Lucia. Lucia. He
3: shipped
2: them. Oh,
1: you shipped them. I felt like it was more appropriate than Lucia. It's a little bit easier to say as so
2: well. So for that one episode that it happened, were we Sorry. Connie? Yeah, pretty much. Oh,
3: that would have been perfect. Carlani.
1: Carlani. Carlani. Oh, I love no, Carlani. Well. Hashtag <laughs> Carlani. Sounds exotic. So we open up the Mike storyline <laughs> with him on his com- With uh, Mike on his computer. He's talking to Briggs, and Briggs is telling Mike about how much of a mistake it was to involve everyone and how the plan did not go according to plan. Uh, and Briggs actually opens up to Mike about his feelings, where Briggs is just kind of worried that sometimes he's not always right. And we actually see an open moment with Briggs where he believes in destiny. He really does believe he wasn't just trying to comfort Mike previous in episodes. He actually believes that every person has a destiny and he really just wants to know that there's something out there past death and he's asking Mike because Mike went through it the closest and really Briggs is feeling guilty. Last season he was feeling guilty for Juan Badillo, for his wife and all that, and now he's feeling really guilty because we find out that Colby, it was battery acid. Mm-hmm. Mm. And
3: he's one of... Their own, you know, and he didn't give up anyone. I think that's what got to Briggs at the end, was seeing him write no one, no one, no one.
1: I know, that's crazy. Question, like, could you guys go through that without naming a name?
3: What if you already just knew you were gonna die? Exactly. Yeah, I think I that's mean, what it was. It's like I'm already. It doesn't matter. I can't come back from this.
1: At that point, yeah. yeah why?
2: Y- you're not gonna. You're not gonna get out of that. So why you? What's the point in bringing down your friends, mm-hmm. your homies, your coworkers with you? Just just go out, you know, and and let people live to fight another day. You know, that would be. Mm-hmm. So I I think that was admirable. I mean, that that dude that played Colby, I forget his name. He's uh, Evan. Came on one episode and it was a really damn good episode. I mean, something he, Jones, he killed Evan it. Jones, I think. But. uh... But, yeah, no, I I, I liked where the writers went with that, too, the whole. That was a cool little moment seeing that, like, bloody notepad just scribbled.
1: Creepy. Yeah. Uh, one creepy. thing we know about Martoon is he's like the Energizer Bunny. He keeps going and going and going, mm-hmm. pouring battery acid all over you.
3: I knew you were going
1: to go with that. But yeah, I know. It was, it was pretty terrible. Awesome jokes, everyone. Yeah, Low Only here. Only here at the Great on After Show. <laughs> so Mike explains it as where I was. There wasn't any pain. And then he goes on this huge rant about Adam is used 47 times in the Bible. Country code for Norway is 47. The Cardinal is a matchmaker to the Choctaw Bird. And Briggs talks about Destiny, and that's pretty much all that happens in the scene. Mm-hmm. And then we get this weird ass montage of Mike just doing a bunch of drugs and waking up every day and searching the web for Birds and 47. Mm-hmm. So he's like a teenage boy who has a Birds and 47 fetish. It's really kind of creepy. And uh, <laughs> he finds this weird chat log between two dealers, one of them named VinXXX and uh, Human9, right? Is the other one? Human9. Ye-
2: Human9. Nine. Yeah, mm-hmm. H-U-M-9?
1: Huma, no. Huma. yeah. Human 9. 9, yeah.
2: Somebody just tweeted uh, they see us. Uh, and they're you talking about, tweet.
1: <laughs> they're talking about container 114711, so oh my god, it's the number. Mm-hmm. So Mike says Figure there's a out. deal going on, oh, it's Human 9, yeah, is red with a phoenix, uh, that's basically, if you look up what a Huma is, it's like a Persian, Indonesian or Persian yeah, bird Persian. that's a phoenix, and what does it become? What does it become when it rises from the ashes? Red. It's red. Oh my god, it's red. <laughs> uh, Oh, I
3: think I figured it out, the storyline. Sorry, continue. I did. I think I just figured it out. I know what's going to happen next episode. Oh,
1: my God. I just got so excited. Okay, go. All right, so they find out it's a parcel on a ship. Paige is over it. He kind of, like, does this huge thing to all of Graceland. Everyone's like... About that, yeah. So aliens, bro. Cool. I'll, I'm, I'm piecing out. Page is over it. Mike's looks. Mike looks just so happy with himself, mm-hmm. so proud that he put this together.
2: I think I tweeted something like he, Mike's turned into Rain Man that episode. <laughs> <laughs> twenty
1: three.
2: Yeah, it was just, just somebody. Somebody responded said said something like the red birds. Maybe they're a Kmart. <laughs> so if you haven't seen Rain Man,
1: that's a that's a reference to to uh, Con Air, character. So I know twenty three. Um, Mike <laughs> asks for Briggs's help, and they say the ship docks at seven. And uh, so they go there. There's no address on the storage company or the container or anything. And uh, they saw some random dude drive up with wire clippers. And he takes this big wooden box out. They decide to follow him. And he goes to a bowling alley. hmm And we find out that Mike decides he's going to stay on the path, see where it ends. And they find out he's like an Indonesian dude from Bali. And we have this weird conversation about how he's Balinese. Is that what it is Balinese? Mm-hmm. Bolognese. 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 It's funny, yeah.
3: too, because right when they said that, I didn't hear the beginning, and I thought he was saying bolognese, and I was like, what are they? about Because
1: you were hungry. I was hey.
3: hungry. Yeah,
1: yeah. So Mike says bolognese. if he flashes bolognese. cast, the kid will like kind of take to him <laughs> like butter on bread. Uh, Briggs is going to get Jakes involved, and Briggs just leaves to get Ari. Bowling Alley. I love this scene between Jakes and Mike. Me too. Yeah, that's al- cool. We always get to see some of that good... Undercover. Um, yeah, they, but the actors have chemistry. Jake just has yeah. the innate ability to have chemistry with any Everybody. other actor he's on screen with.
2: Brandon's dope, man. I, I like Brandon a lot. He's 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 a cool guy and really good actor. And unfortunately, we didn't get to work together a ton. A couple times, mm-hmm. you know, in the last season and a half. But you got uh, to
1: grab his hand when he was filling money up <laughs> in those containers. I did. It was did sweet. Did you really grab his hand? I thought you didn't. <laughs> I think you just wanted that to happen. Yeah, (laughs) it might have
2: happened. I don't know. Half of those things... That That was that fan fiction I read. (laughs) (laughs) No, but shouts out to Brandon. Love that dude. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, So they're talking about Jack and Cars, and Mike is like, look, dude, I want 120 each. And the guy's like, no, I'll give you 100 each. Vin's over in the corner being this... Okay, shout out to whoever's playing Vin. Yeah, yes. yeah. Seriously, I, fr- I I don't I can't
2: can't find him on on Twitter. I was asking if anybody knows who he is or what his handle is, rather. But Jamie and I got to meet him uh, like when we, when lunch, we were yeah. filming this episode at lunch. And young kid, really cool kid. His first major really kid exa- yeah, too. Yeah. His first
4: time on like
3: a big professional set.
2: I think it was. Really? And he, yeah.
3: and he booked that part.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did he have
3: the accent? Was the accent real?
2: No, that's he's that's turned on a bit. Uh he's oh, nice. well, a lot, actually. No, but yeah. uh he's he kidding. He like like yeah, like, I liked it. I liked sure. that, I like that character.
3: No, he was um he was great. That's funny because this is two characters that I feel like we're not supposed to like, or this is the second character that came on that we're not supposed to like that I really am into. Because Ari, I love. Yeah, I am like Reese is killing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we didn't
2: get to work with Reese. Unfortunately, no, I, I haven't know. met the guy. but I was hoping but...
3: that you were gonna get together like to do some cartel business. Hey,
2: never or... say never,
1: man. Right? But uh, yeah. no, not
2: not in the foreseeable future. That would be really cool.
1: So uh, they say he tells Mike that his friend's a cop, and Mike's like, what he means like. Only, peop- only cops are going to off you that much because they want to get to a certain amount so they can get you for grand larceny and arrest you for that. So he says, uh, if he gets 1000 they can arrest him. So he comes back, with Mike, My- and Mike's like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. And then Mike uh, decides he's going to walk away, and Jake socks him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and Mike like, gives that moment like... <laughs> That's not
3: what we planned. <laughs> that was good, actually. So
1: yeah. they grab a gun. There's a tussle. Mike walks out, and the guy introduces himself as Vin... And it's just the perfect play-by-play of, like, oh, man, you know kung fu? Yeah, yeah you know, I learned it in fight scenes and movies. I want to do fight scenes and movies. <laughs> That's my dream. Yeah. Or on a, what do you say? Or, or on a, a cruise ship. ship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or on a cruise
4: ship. Either one. It's, it's such a cool burst of energy into all those scenes. I wonder yeah, if, Chris, awesome. I wonder if that
2: was in the script or if that was an, uh, an ad lib. I don't know. I don't remember reading that that line in the script. It's so.
4: <laughs> so good.
2: If if you wrote it, Chris, that was uh, that was good little line there.
1: If, uh, it, was if a perfect it was made amount up, it was fantastic randomness. as well. I wonder yeah. if there was like several takes of just random things he said. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, might have been. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Our own crew accru- nailed oh my God. that.
1: So it uh, we go back to Draceland. Gr- Draceland. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. That's where yeah. We go? That's <laughs> the spinoff. <laughs> yeah, Draceland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name's Drace. Hey, nice to meet you. Uh, Charlie's not <laughs> sleeping well. Mike says the plan worked like a charm. Doesn't know what kind of work Vin's got him, wants him for, but he's got work for him. Mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, Mike decides to bust in Charlie's safe and grab the oxy out of it. So, that might set up Charlie for something later on, which is, might not be good. Um, she's working with the other guys at this point. Uh, shout out to Tom Shanley, who we're probably going to have on the show in one of the up- upcoming mm-hmm. episodes. He plays the cop who was the sheriff. That mm-hmm. wasn't really a good job. Yeah, yeah. So she's working in Oxydeal right now, trying to provide them with drugs, and now Mike is taking some of the drugs away, so that could put her in hot water later if the weights don't add up. So that's kind of the foreshadowing we have there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike goes to the location, walks in, and sh- this woman's calling Vin Gusty, and he says, Oh, that's Madison, my wife. <laughs> and then
3: his laugh he's- to that was great. <laughs> he's <was> like, <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good impression.
3: Yeah, <laughs>
1: the silence afterwards.
3: But her look was like, really, yes, that's my husband.
1: His name is Gusti Kadikpundik, and uh, Vin is short for Vindi, so he just wants because why not? Why not? And he's making nitro <laughs> Like, <what> <laughs> the <laughs> <hell>? <laughs> by the way, by the way. I said, By the
4: way, oh, yeah. yeah, he's making, he's like, just like <laughs> making. like, that's what you're thinking, he is making bolognese exactly. He just as the pot, and all of a sudden, they go in there, and Mike's like, Oh, And <laughs> he drops
1: the bottle, boom, boom, man, yeah. <laughs> volatile. What? And he's like, Oh, no, we keep it cool. And he's got like this margarita machine that he's pulling ice from. I'm like, Is he putting the nitro in the margarita and making a smoothie out of it to keep it? Oh, my god. So he tells Mike to hold the funnel, and Mike is just super uncomfortable. It, That is not a situation that I would ever want to be in working with. Even like amateur, right? There's meth labs that catch on fire pretty easily. Yeah, Yeah. but nitro is completely different. Yeah. (laughs) So Yeah. yeah, it's it's not a good situation. So. Back to Mike. Mike and Ville pull up to this dentist's house. Mm-hmm. And it's apparently the secret dentist where people who can't afford the coverage because dentists are really freaking expensive. You go get yeah. your teeth out or anything. Hey, that type of stuff exists. I got
2: some homies that had gone, like, down to East L.A. area to, to get their <laughs> <laughs> teeth cleaned and
1: stuff. And no, there's oh, something lot in the garage. Bad.
3: Not that I'm an illegal immigrant, but I did get my braces in TJ. <laughs> my entire family did. Yeah, my <laughs> doctor in Belisario.
1: Your teeth look pretty great. Thank you. They do. Maybe
2: I should take a trip down there. I need to get my bottom <laughs> one straightened again. There
1: you go. Well, if you have any gold teeth, uh, say goodbye to them. These guys right. are here for the gold teeth that the steals while they're on the And Mike says he puts nitro in the crack. This is ni- This is Mike kind of another great moment where we actually get to see the characters using their logic and like mm-hmm. actually putting to the test their skills yeah he's finding the molding clay they put it around the thing and make a funnel and pour it in and then he just like chucks
3: him. yeah because anything that'll hit it makes it explode that was good it looked yeah. like a bad explosion though when they got up so I liked how they acted that part out because I was like well that was kind of a big deal so you know it was like well <laughs> no
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, just want, I, just wait. I like your impression, so I just want to see how far you're going to go with everything. I can't
1: wait to see your impression of, of you crawling on the ground out of the, out of the truck that rolled. <laughs>
2: get the gun.
1: <laughs> uh, so, the next scene we get, they're wearing the teeth. They're only worth about 100 bucks each, and the dude paid 200 bucks for the dynamite, so they yeah. made like maybe 300 bucks ripping mm-hmm. this guy off. And. Mike's like kind of disappointed. He's not really seeing anything. Then he sees she had, or he has a white pho- or a red bird on his side. Mm-hmm. Was it like a bruise or was it a tattoo? No, it was a tattoo. No, it was a, was tattoo. a tattoo. Okay. Yeah, it was tattoo.
3: It was the, it was the hand f- nine. No, yeah. Okay. The what? Remember the bird that you were describing? The phoenix? The specific no, bird? No, yeah. It, yeah, was yeah the so Huma. it was exactly that. But he, his. Well his Whoever screen name his...
1: was Human9 so it makes no, sense. No, his, no, his was VNX. Exactly.
3: So who he was speaking to is human nine. so I'm assuming that there is they're like a They're working gang, together, yes, yeah. Or something that has to do with that.
1: So the Human might be the criminal organization you yes. get the tattoo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. I like that idea. Um, then he walks down and has a has a habit of looking through girls' bedrooms while they're getting undressed. I know. Um, I was thinking um, that Kind of all reminds time me time of before the show started, but um uh.
3: <laughs> funny okay keep going sorry i'm gonna stop that
1: <laughs> i'm gonna stop referencing that um and she has tattoos and things and she's missing a leg she's an amputee or some sort maybe lost it from a bomb or something like that or from her husband right cooking right? nitroglycerin in the kitchen oh so. my god
3: what if that was the case i what are you doing with him, he that would explain you lose him. Leg.
1: so she it's sees true. him kind of gives him an angry look and closes the door uh he runs out opens the trunk And what do we see? Nothing. (laughs) We don't get to see anything because they're like, oh, we're going to dick you around for another five minutes before we show you what's going on. (laughs) But Mike takes a picture, and we assume that's a big deal. All right. At the bar, Mike grabs Biggs. Man, Briggs, this is bigger than I could have imagined. I gotta tell you, man, because every time I tell you, it's bigger than I could have imagined. You should just reenact each episode. Yeah, the two of y'all.
3: I know that's what happens (laughs) because he goes through this note system, and then I can't help. Then this is what we do: we (laughs)
1: reenact (laughs) everything. If I'm talking too much, I can stop. No, no. no. Wait, wait, wait,
3: I have a question though. What is it that they found? It was a what?
1: It was a A WMD. WMD, weapon of mass destruction, basically mustard gas, like a very, very yes, like a Soviet bomb, right? Yeah. So, Possibly. sarin or mustard, I think basically they're saying it's either like a toxic chemical gas or it's a nerve gas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by the way, something that could explode and exactly. cause mass damage. Fatal, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, nerve gas is pretty terrible, terrifying because it makes you feel everything and all of your nerves just kind of catch fire. And you <gasps>
4: aches. Oh,
1: man. Like, have you, ever, <gasps> have you ever hit your elbow really hard on the funny like. Bump?
4: Yeah, your hand like feels like it's...
1: On fire? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like that hard? Basically, every nerve in your body feels that. It's a pretty horrifying way to die. That's what makes Goldfinger my favorite James Bond film, because that was their plan to put nerve gas to Fort Knox. Anyway, side story. Go see (laughs) Goldfinger. Who's he going to deliver this to? Uh, Maybe he'll deliver the buses that you were trying to count last season. (laughs) You're just all about counting stuff, Mike. I got to tell you. He likes numbers. He likes numbers. Numbers guy. And that's the end of that storyline. Let's get in the Armenian storyline. I'm really trying to rush through this stuff because I want to get to you guys because you're guests of honor. <laughs> we're just going along this whole ride with you here. Yeah. So. You didn't even have to watch the episode. I'm just I am just. know.
2: Ex-
3: Rolling with no, but seriously,
2: watch the episode. Oh, yeah. oh, Steffi singing.
1: Right. <laughs> Every chance she gets. Oh, I like check. that. <laughs> so I was, I was right last episode that Ari assumed that Colby wanted Layla and they were trying to elope with Layla. Mm-hmm. And that's what we kind of learned that he's not going to kill Briggs but he's suspicious of Briggs. Uh, Ari thinks Briggs knew, but Briggs says he could have thrown Ari under the bus when Martoon was beating him up, and he didn't, so that kind of saves him some grace. Uh, Tauros is taking over Ari's business, and uh, is it Tauros or Tauros, whatever. Ari says that Briggs still has his stink of Colby, and Ari fires him, says he'll kill him if he sees him again. Mm-hmm. So, of I'm course, so
3: surprised that Ari didn't do anything. Like, not even a punch or something, you know? To, like, hurt Briggs. Yeah.
1: I think he's got enough problems to worry about right now. Yeah. I mean,
3: I guess so. Just, that's the only thing I think is like, ah, oh, it'd be too much of a hassle to hide the body right now.
1: Well, apparently <laughs> yeah, the truth... This one, yeah. <laughs> The truth about Ari and Layla is known. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's probably out for his own ass worrying about a hitman coming to take him out anytime because he was sleeping with the boss's daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't sleep with the boss's daughter. You hear me, Eric? You don't do that.
2: Does Jeff have a daughter?
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Lucia, Jamie, got you got don't him. sleep I'm with the boss's daughter. All right, so uh, Noted. We, get, we finally get Logan again. We haven't seen Logan in a while. Uh, Logan's talking to Briggs, and Logan's like, it's not Colby's style to be uh, doing things on his own without consulting me, and it's not his style to do any of this kind of stuff or go after Ari on his own. He kind of senses that there was a plan there that mm-hmm. didn't work according to plan, and he gives Briggs an out. He basically says, look. You're going to take a fall for that kid that you took the kidneys out of or that already took the kidneys out of. Whatever, blur the lines, we'll get you soft time in jail, and then you can get out and whatever, the tape's gone. We're not going to press that against you. I don't know if you believe that or not, whatever. Mm-hmm. And Brick says, no, Martoon is done. I'm going to take him down. Give me one plate, I want seconds, I want thirds, I'll be your sin eater. I want to have it with curry, I want to have it with rice, and I want to have it every day and night. It's every week. Yep. You. Steven Lemieux. I know, uh, every week. It feels like murder tonight, like uh. murder tonight.
2: Somebody just tweeted, please let Eric and Jamie talk more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying
1: My to God, get through have... <laughs> Interrupt, that's what I have to do. <laughs>
3: just
1: we'll get straight. there. We'll get I'm there. sorry, I'm, I'm a terrible person, guys. Um So, Johnny talking on the phone, they're talking about Briggs. They thought Ari took him, and Briggs walks into Graceland. Everyone's there, very silent. He says, Colby's dead. They burn the wrong hand, and Paige is like, oh, <sighs> stupid.
3: Yeah, right. She was more like, oh, <sighs> no. Like,
1: nope. That was me. I was doing so well, too. No, I wasn't. I outed my <laughs> head. <laughs> I <outed Mike. laughs> no, no, seriously. I was, such, I was almost on my way to becoming a likable character again. She's almost
3: there. She's trying to help Briggs out now.
1: I know. So now she's trying to make up for that. Mm -hmm. This is where we found out it was an acid bath, which sounds pretty terrible. We find out that she's the only one in the house who will help Briggs on his vengeance path against Martoon. So far, I think Mike's open helping, but he's kind of got his own demons to worry about. So we go to the hookah bar. Briggs is with Ari. And this was a crazy scene. Like, as an actor, this is the kind of scene that I feel like you just would love to be able to play with and have fun with
3: you see i feel bad too because i think i don't like when briggs acts like that sometimes he tries to go too hard i'm like man you're about to get shot one day
2: oh with Better the no i like that scene
3: no i know but i'm it just saying i think it just bugs me briggs because it's not the first time he's done some shit like that excuse yeah. me yeah that he's done something like that
1: here's a gun with a suppressor if you want to use it you can kill me right now
3: i mean jeez way Ballsy. to be dramatic
1: why do you want to die No, you're a dumbass if you think that. (laughs) Two things I'm not, an idiot or a coward. It's like, he's just goading the guy. finally he's like, oh my God, the greatest line. I just, you just got to get that pie. There is no pie. (laughs) No one can say that with a serious face, but apparently they managed to do it. If you don't have the sack to step up and take what's yours, and he says you're a lunatic man, and then they randomly are having drinks. Crisis averted. Freaking yeah. crazy. People, well, because man. It, it just goes no. to,
3: it shows you like the level. That's what Briggs was trying to show him. Like I am crazy, so yeah. are you, buddy. So now nah, let's have a drink. Why the hell not? Let's be you crazy know? together. They, he made it as casual as possible, which I get his strategy there, and that was cool. But I don't know. Whatever. I'm
1: <laughs> <going>. <laughs> so Briggs is in with Ari again, and the last scene we get his page talking to Briggs and be like, "Look, I want you to be with Toros. You got to be the guy who puts Ari back at the top when." They made an unfortunate accident. Mm-hmm. That is the end of that storyline, and guys, we are finally ready <laughs> to talk about iTunes. Guys, go to <laughs> iTunes. I gotta go, actually. <laughs> yeah. Search for After Buzz TV, Graceland, and uh, go ahead and click on that link. Give us five stars, leave us a rating, and comment. And you know what? If you do so, we're just gonna go ahead and. What are we giving them, Steve? <laughs> Thanks for pitching that up there, Eric. Tonight on our after show, we're going to be giving them a live read done by Eric Valdez. All you have to do is uh, write a post on our thing, and Eric's going to read it off right now. So let me just And he's going
3: to blow you a kiss on camera.
1: Yeah, you got to do that too. Oh, well,
2: now? Wait, what am I reading? Oh, well, Wait, am I
1: reading? The, the top one. You're the top, his top face. one.
2: The customer reviews. Hold up. All right. This is from, uh, the. they say, from Graceland Subs. Brilliant! Five stars they say. This whole after show is amazing and look forward to it every week along with Graceland itself. Thumbs up.
4: That's real nice. There's
2: That's your kiss nice. too. <laughs> All
1: right. Alright. If you want more special guest shout outs, guys, you gotta do more iTunes reviews. Cause you guys are slacking, I gotta say. I'm not so, I'm not too fond of you guys, right? Not now. to
3: continue with the Carlito and Jucia story. Jucia. I Jucia. feel um I felt a little rushed. And I wasn't ready. I wasn't, I wasn't ready yeah. to let you go. I wasn't really sad about it. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know. Steve and I were talking a little bit about that. And it's... I, the way it buttoned up was pretty cool. I like the I liked the scene in this in this particular episode. Um I personally kind of hoped that there would be a little bit more build to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, I loved seeing their scene, Manny's and, and Jamie's scene. I, I, I obviously I was laying in the back of an ambulance during that that whole thing, <laughs> and uh, so that was the first time I'd seen it. That was that was really really good. Um, I love you. It's, uh, Thanks, guys. yeah. No, I mean it, I, it. It's always bittersweet. Anyway, on a you know to. to Go on a ride like this and then have it end. uh, We all knew it had to happen at some point in time, and and again, I think you know Chris the the way he wrote this did well, and and I like the way it came. I just kind of wish it would have drug out a little bit more. It seemed like you know we had. A big build the first couple of episodes right and then kind of a two episode break and then there it all gets buttoned up in the last 10 minutes of this I, episode i was rushed um so yeah i, I get that too as a viewer mm-hmm. I, I i feel the same way so mm-hmm. and that's not really to say anything negative that's just that's how this happens the good thing about this season of graceland as a fan is there's so much cool shit going on mm-hmm. so it has to kind of you know the pace does inherently get picked up and things do get buttoned up quicker and everything like that so uh i'm I mean i get it 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 works but as a whole it's you know it's a damn good season and just on a personal note i mean it's been a hell of a ride i know jamie and i both came on at the same time uh we're both departing at the same time Mm -hmm. and uh yeah i mean it's 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 just been a hell of a ride the character's been a lot of fun to play everybody we've worked with has been fantastic and uh the writers have given us some really cool stuff to work with. Uh, I love Larry Tang. He was, you know, he directed a couple of our episodes last season, I think, mm-hmm. and then now he's on as co EP this season. And dude is just awesome. He I love it. He cares. So. He knows more
4: about the show than anybody who's ever been yeah. on it. He you know, even as a director last season he came on just so knowledgeable and telling you things about your character and your own storyline that maybe you hadn't even conceived of. It's almost it's the kind of person that makes you almost feel like you're bad at your job because you want to try harder <laughs> right. and really get to where they want you to be. He, like, really and now he knows how to push, though. He's, yeah, he's a good director
2: great. for actors because, he, you know, actors, we have sometimes fragile not necessarily egos but we're just emotional creatures and so Mm -hmm. if somebody preaches at you too much it's it doesn't really work absolutely but if they just say hey great job then you never get any better so he really has a soft hand and knows how to how to work with everybody and and it shows i mean like i said this season i think thus far has been you know it's been fantastic and uh so yeah it's been been great to be a part of it Mm -hmm.
1: when did you when did you find out that this would be your last episode
4: well, we sat down with Jeff before the season started and kind of said, yeah. "What is gonna happen?" Because we were both supposed to die at the end of last season. Exactly. Yeah. So we were like, "Okay, now we're not dead. That's dope. Uh, what's gonna happen?" And so he told us a few of the possibilities um, for where it was gonna go mm-hmm. and kind of gave us the general idea that it would be about this this long in the season. Um, and, and and he told us, you know, which is also awesome that, that they didn't want to kill us. Yeah, You know, they, they'd like the opportunity to bring us back possibly next season. Everybody, make I sure mean, that you tell them that's what you want. I,
1: I mean, the, <laughs> the best story arcs, the ones that come in, change character, change the characters they're involved with, mm-hmm. and then leave at an opportune time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not saying that I wanted you guys to go, but I'm saying that if this opens the door for Johnny's character to expand more through other avenues... And that's key um, right
2: yeah. there. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, it's... This is, even in this, like, this whole mess of, you know, they even had the whole, the, I, I can't act it out like you did because I didn't write it all out, <laughs> but the whole basically talking about, you know, we're not solving problems, we're not solving cases, we're not putting people in jail, we're killing people, yes. we're doing this, that everybody's mm. going to, you know, make a mess of things, and Johnny, the character, you know, Manny's character, Johnny, has been kind of the clumsier guy and more aloof guy the whole time. And so how perfect is it now that he's the first one to really button up this, this massive thing that's been going on? And so, you know, it's like, you know, he's now... Kind of, kind of cemented his place in Graceland as somebody who actually does know what the hell they're doing, and so it's it, it'll be exciting to see what happens. Obviously, we didn't get any scripts past where we were, so <laughs> so now we're just fans watching yeah. with the rest of y'all
1: for the rest of the season. I think it, it. I think the way it panned out made it important of Johnny's decision to shoot shit, shoot, shoot <laughs> shit. <laughs> to shoot Sid, shit to shoot Sid, because I feel if he had not killed Sid, he would have killed you in a heartbeat. Yeah, because mm. it, it his his character has changed so much through Lucia, through uh, through um, Carlito's character. I mean, even with this was kind of the, the situation where he was way over his head, and he still somehow managed through the help of Briggs and things like that to come out on top and kind of handle it. Except now he's single again.
3: Mm.
2: Yeah,
1: that part. I mean, you know, he he fought so hard for right.
2: For Lucia, and then now, you know, I'll let you take it from there with uh, with the way things
1: ended. Yeah, Smashley White's on Twitter says, "Oh my M G, Lucia, how could you walk away from that beautiful man?"
4: Ugh, so many people are <laughs> so unhappy. They they all feel he worked so hard for me, and now I just kind of walked away. You know, but. With Lucia's character, you know, she kind of just said all along, like, this is not going to work out. Mm -hmm. Nothing works out in my life. and, And why should this work out? I think she loved Johnny more than she's ever loved anyone in her life and had more of a connection and felt more protection from him than anyone in her life. But when it comes down to it, you know, she she needs someone who's willing to do more than Johnny could do. I think in that situation, and which is
3: crazy. I think that I, I think they were trying to preface the fact that he couldn't make that final decision, and yeah. that you would. But it just goes to show where your character's head was at too. I think I liked that part because mm-hmm. when Lucia says. That, you know, the entire time that I was there, I kept thinking, you know, I never lived. And that could can, that can definitely make, mess up with someone's, like, psyche, and they think about who, how they're going to be with other people. And mm-hmm. having gone through that, let's say she would have stayed with him, I just feel like when you go through an experience like that, then things just don't work out, not because you don't want them to, but just because yeah, you're you know, kind of messed up. Yeah, and you know, wants to be done with that part of her mm-hmm. life.
4: She spent so long defending her brother, taking care of her father, and... Now that they're gone, number one, she has no purpose. Right. And number two, I I think that she just wants to get as far from all this as possible. Like, even staying with Johnny would be a constant reminder of how they got there and all the things Mm -hmm. that happened along the way, the people and the things that were sacrificed as a result of the relationship. So even if they had decided to to carry it out, it's one of those things I think was unfortunately situational. And I don't think Lucia, Lucia would want to continue with it. I think she wants to try for once to live a normal life which I don't know if she'll ever be able to have that's a
3: sad especially not
1: dating a cop
3: and you know what though because I could (laughs) see to just pretend if her let's talk about her character in the future let's say you know the side story what is it called (laughs) what a sonder no a -er. sonder where your I could see her character just being with someone like that again i think you would fall into the same situation like a gangster type of a person (laughs) that's terrible no i'm not kidding i just i feel like that's what you would be attracted to like yeah i mean that's
4: a superhuman thing to go through these Mm -hmm. cycles and to make the same mistakes over and over again Mm -hmm. which you know i I think Lucia's always had good intentions and she's just kind of been in a really crappy position her whole life and Mm -hmm. maybe this opens up a possibility for her to finally not have anyone else to worry about but herself maybe it's too late Maybe yeah. she's lost herself over right. the years, but, you know, it's it's interesting to think about where, where she's going to go from here. Go to yeah. that Southern Cross, mm-hmm. and check yeah. it out,
3: you know. You know what I liked <laughs> about the two, your characters? I feel like out of, you know, doing After Buzz, and we meet a lot of actors on different TV shows, a lot of them, when you meet them, they're quite, I don't want to say similar to the character that they play, because as far, I mean, obviously their uh, personality traits are different in real life. Sure. But... I like that how different both of yours char- both of your characters were very subtly though even when you came on like for instance like the first screen with the first scene with you how it was just very calming right away because you were sitting there but it like it came through the sc- screen like you were I was not scared but
2: you were scared, weren't you? Scared. You were. Uh, no, but.
3: no, but I just had to listen to what you were saying, and it's just so different to see both of you outside of that. Like, you you sound and you act different, so I think you did a good job on that. Thank <laughs> you. Because, like, your accent's very <laughs> subtle, and then you're just... Lucia, not that you're not a bad... But... She was, uh, <laughs> she was saying... So it's just really funny to see that. But, I mean, job well done, because I always... Now that I'm here in the city, I can't help but compare. When I meet the person, I'm like, okay, yeah. well, that's how I met them. Now let me yeah. see them on screen. You it's, know, you do that. You judge it. And I'm. it feels good when you know them and you can genuinely be like, oh, good job.
2: It's <laughs> funny. I, I didn't really, I never really thought about that part of it so much. But when, you know, I'll, I'll get stopped every now and then and people be like, hey, you know, so I've funny. seen you this or that. But it's weird for certain roles I've done in the past even, but with with Carlito for whatever reason people literally approach Eric me very calmly like they'll just be like hey you know and you have, it's, there's this weird thing going on I'll be somebody I just met like and they'll ask me a question at coffee bean like randomly and I'm like well, where is this going and they're like you you're, you're Carlito right and I'm like I'm like yeah yeah oh man I, I like the show like, oh thanks thanks for watching blah 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 and that's me I'm very friendly and then suddenly <laughs> they're like Oh, he's not gonna kill me yeah. for what? I don't know, it's strange. Come but they, on. You they haven't answered me. that, like, you like the show? <laughs> <Meh>. <laughs> you mean you love the show, right?
4: <laughs> I think that's what you meant to say.
2: In order, in Carlito voice, a coffee bean. That'd be mm. hilarious. Oh,
4: yeah. that really
3: no, but it was good because I was thinking the entire time what you were doing prior to them saying like you know action. How you had to sit there and just kind of get into the zone and then have yeah. to come in and then just be that boss again. Yeah. I liked that. That was a great scene. And then she made me cry.
1: Aww.
3: That was a good scene, too. That whole thing was, I did, I forgot they were there, guys, when we were watching.
2: We were sitting, <laughs> sitting right next to you. No, no, yeah, I we had you middle.
3: flanked.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you looked over at one point and you go, don't look at me getting emotional. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: I thought you laughed at me, but you were laughing yeah. at your phone. And I was yeah. like, don't laugh at my reaction. Yeah, she
1: got mad. So I do have to talk about how the storyline played out, mm-hmm. but it's very simple. And that's the only thing about this episode that I was not a fan of. Too clean? it was it was a little bit too clean for you guys because we've had it and we've had so many like intricate plots the whole thing with Sid yeah. the whole breaking mm-hmm. Sid out getting him in there tricking him into thinking this having Carlito in bubbles and then <laughs> <laughs> and Eric loves Great. bubble baths by the way I do I love, love bubble point baths that. in real life Eric that's... is one of the biggest bath takers I've ever met I love bubble baths I
3: don't remember the last time I've, I've taken that. a bath in my life
1: really? yeah uh, Hollywood is not a bath place when's
3: crazy? the last time you took a bath? Two days ago, That's
1: what I, thought. I knew it. What? I knew it. So, I, need, I love it. All I this interesting it. thing, and keeps <laughs> your skin soft. And then you also have to <laughs> juxtapose that with last episode, with just to trick Ari. Yeah,
2: which by the way, that was one of my favorite episodes. Last yeah. week's episode, that was I know, dope. us too.
1: We loved yeah. it. So awesome. I wanted an episode of that caliber for the ending of whatever happens to you guys, even mm-hmm. if it meant I, one of you died. I would like an episode that really makes me have to put things together and really like be like, wait, what are they doing? What are they doing? Oh, man. Because when I first saw Briggs getting involved with Johnny, I'm thinking like, oh my god, there's going to be a sick plan. Everything's going to be pretty awesome. It's going to be really intricate. Something might go wrong, and <laughs> they'll figure it out in the end. But no, it was literally, I'm going to call Casa Cocktail. They're going to come in and shoot everybody, and you're going to put a white sheet in your car and drive out in and they're going to let you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um...
3: That part a little bit. I know. Yeah, I mean
1: I don't you know, I don't I don't wanna
3: It needed to be a clean cut.
2: I, I I agree, I'll just say that. Like I wish that's what I was kind of alluding to earlier is I just wish there would have been a better a bigger build up to to the inevitable. The storyline was gonna come to an end. If if it meant we died, if it meant I go to jail, if it meant they parted ways, whatever ended up happening, I just wish it would have been a little more intricate and detailed and maybe Mm -hmm. taking us on one last adventure before it was all said and done. Um, But, you know, like I said, when things move fast like they are this season, you're introducing new characters in almost every episode, you know, it's that you sacrifice a bit of that too. It's only, you know, 44 minutes worth of television Mm -hmm. and... Even in some of the you know the scene we had there, there was a couple things that, like I actually for the first time got to fire a gun. How many times has Carlito pulled a gun on somebody in in this show? Right. I actually got to fire at this time, and that didn't even make the edit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, ah, oh, damn, I didn't even get that much. But that's the thing, <laughs> and that's what the you know the audience will will never know some of these things until we say it. But mm-hmm. but watching it back, that's why it's hard to kind of separate myself from just being a viewer and wondering well am i being biased because i was involved you know as as an actor playing that role or do do I really think that it should have done more? And I don't know. I think we need to open it up, maybe even to to people on Twitter and stuff. I want to hear what they have to say oh, about how it all buttoned up and everything. You know, <laughs> they'll
3: most definitely let us know. I think my specifically for me with Lucia, I just felt like her decision to leave him was too quick. I mean, I know she had all that time by herself in that room,
2: but in the clown makeup. In the,
3: yeah, but you know, I don't know. I just I could have one less adventure. And the adventure would have been harder to get you down, but you would have been down and gone to jail. That's cool. And then after the ambulance, like take you home, you would have thought that you wanted it and then life would have happened and then that's when you realize, No, this is not gonna happen. You know? It yeah. was I wanted to be even more emotional for when you left, but they didn't even give me the opportunity to get there. The yeah. way
1: the way, way I would doing. see it play out that could kind of get more character development with you guys, as well as unfortunately it might end in you dying. Eric. Which, which, you know, again, would have. As long I, as it I was a good I was open one, right? to that, that ultimatum as well. You know, I, <laughs> yelling. like if I could, um, we got to take extra time, Alexis. We started twenty minutes late, um, so <laughs> that's on Big Brother. <laughs> All right, there, after sure. Um, I would have taken it as when you get her out of the shed, her hands are bound with rope. You get into the car, and when you get into the car, she's untying herself, and when you're driving and stuff. Johnny is trying to figure out what to do. She takes the rope, tries to strangle you in the car, which throws Johnny off, which ends up with you thrown outside the door, but the rope gets caught in the door, and you're strangling, being dragged, and that's at the point where Lucia comes and is trying to save you. If you die with Lucia trying to save you, it's more impactful than something else. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah,
2: but... it's an interesting Lucia take, but... Lucia is not going to save you She's not going to save me.
1: But, but that's she tried to kill him. No, but that's what's so interesting is you can shoot somebody in the head and they're dead and then you can have your regrets and you can have whatever. But if somebody's if your brother's dying right in front of you, instead of just being shot, he's choking to death. I mean you're gonna be like, I'm gonna save you. I don't think she would have no, been. At really. that, point. So.
2: Nah, was that there was no, no, because
3: when he no when way, Johnny no. had the gun to his head, she said, Kill him, kill him. And then that was the whole point. That's why she had to leave. She was like, look where I'm at. I was asking you, no you to kill soul. my brother. No, but hey, I'll tell you what, though. <laughs> I think I've had too much soul
4: the whole time. And she's finally like, yes. I, I, this is getting me nowhere. Yes. Caring about all these people who don't care about me is getting me nowhere. Like, yeah. You know, there, there's no point. It, I, you know? That's the
3: only part of your guys' storyline that I really liked, how it twisted that way. Because that got dark. That's I yeah. liked that darkness because, like you said, your own brother. That was a trip to me. Yeah. That is
4: I mean, I spent my dark. whole life protecting him. It's not like I... Yeah.
1: Like threw him, you know. That's what I'm saying. To get there
3: is gnarly.
1: I don't know. I don't know what I'm. I I don't know what could have happened. But I feel like that was just too quick. Too quick from getting out of that place to randomly now you're tumbling and now you're caught. Yeah.
3: But it was done well.
1: No, it was was done done well.
2: I loved the you know the last scenes. Um, I, I maybe they should have done it and left it on a cliffhanger for next week to see what was gonna happen. I don't it's know. True. I'm just throwing stuff out there. It doesn't matter at this point anyway. But no, I again like it, it 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 all I think it all ended up how it should have ended up. I just think it would have taken a little bit longer to get to that point. And yeah. and by a little bit longer I don't mean like all season again. The storyline had run its course. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, maybe maybe another 10 minutes worth of episode or something, you yeah, know, yes. just sprinkled in throughout this one episode until you get to that end, end point. So
1: how do you think Carlito's going to fare in jail? That's a question from Graceland TV UK. <laughs> um, I mean, oh, that's he's interesting. going to be a little
3: happy, you know?
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I don't
2: you know. have
4: all that booty.
2: I don't know, but see, I, I don't think...
4: Maybe Carlito's going to thrive in jail. <laughs> I
3: know, he will. You know, that's what's funny, because if I can low-key do a prediction, the way that I can see both of your characters coming back is obviously because it's Graceland and they're going to deal with more drug cartels and whatnot, they're going to need you for help.
2: See, not that you would
3: help them, but I mean he'd go into questions.
2: That's what I was gonna say. There could be a a little a little like
3: But he's a Mexican cartel. That's closer to home. That's more like Yeah, but Bello
2: was working for Casa, which was like the the, you know, they butt heads and all this stuff happened and everything like that, but what if they
3: But Carlito wasn't as big as Bello. You're the you're like the low key little guy.
1: Carlito was right at the very top.
3: After his dad died, but I'm saying no one recognized him that way.
1: Which is good, which means Bello and him can work together. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Then that's how they're coming back. <laughs> Spoiler alert! And Jamie comes
1: back to save the day.
3: Well, no, you'd come back on, just a for some shit, you like. on a horse. You on a horse? Sorry.
4: I'm on a horse, nonetheless.
1: Oh come my God! In a I white
4: mean, gown.
3: I know.
1: <laughs> so Johnny, Wait, fl- Johnny's baby. He flips the car. You're crawling across the thing. He steps on your hand. He puts the gun to your head, and he doesn't fire. Lucy's just begging him to fire, and then we get that sweet scene between you and Johnny that we've been talking about a lot. You forgot
2: to, you just skated right past the fact that Manny beat the shit out of me for real. Like, how many times did we do that scene? And he didn't let up. Like, I had, I got pictures I was going to post on Instagram. I got bruises all over me. I got. Real life bruises? Cuts. Yeah. I, I got little cuts under the chin from the gun mm. when he was digging it in me. Like, the top it of my was, foot
4: was all bruised. From oh, yeah. She was Eric kicking Eric in me,
2: which bruised the top of her foot. Like, it what? was. What? We got it into it in that rain. scene. It was, it was, yeah, it was, it was so, raining. Everything
4: was sopping wet. Like, there
1: were bugs on the ground.
4: Oh, yeah. Eric such a sissy. Dude, I hate
1: bugs. Great job. <laughs> <laughs> gotta give uh gotta give props to Manny on that though. Like it's very this season we're really showing showing his acting chops in a lot of these scenes. The one where yeah. he was on the boat with Jakes, and now yes. this, like, he he oh, literally God. lost it. Like That's a good boy. That's,
2: that's a good point. Yeah. And that's what he, he he's great at that. Like, and the thing is both him and I have talked, like, when it comes to the those really like physical emotional parts we've had a few of them throughout you know throughout the last season and this season mm-hmm. yeah, neither right. one of us neither one of us you. let up like if it gets to a point where something's uncomfortable or something physically hurts we'll say it like last season i think i was doing the same thing with a gun on him and he's like yo just put it right here and i'm like oh sorry and same thing here i was like hey <laughs> Just, let's let's go a little softer <laughs> on that, but. Or when but I no, caught you
4: last season, I mean we. It's, oh it's yeah, she hit me in the really, head. That cut me. Accidentally yeah. like, cut his head open when I was chucking dishes at him in last season. But
2: yeah, but uh, it's very physical. Very. very They've <laughs> yeah. used the hell out of me, but no, Manny. Know. Manny, and that's the thing. I I liked working with Manny a lot, and I don't know what he would say about me. I feel like he would say pretty much the same mm-hmm. thing. But the dude's talented, and we had really good chemistry in that mm-hmm. sense. And neither one of us is. Like, when it came down to doing scenes like this and stuff, like, there was no, you know, there was no stunt guys coming in taking hits or or picking somebody up or anything like that. We were both kind of physical guys in general, so we wanted to go for it. And then from an acting standpoint, that just makes everything more real, like Mm -hmm. the emotions and stuff, which is the, the, the maniacal laugh that I had there at the end just came out because... What else are you going to do when somebody's literally in your face, like Manny was, literally losing his shit, you know, for real? Mm-hmm. What else are you going to do? Like, there's just this, it just, it brings emotions like that out that don't that normally would be suppressed if everything was being taken no, carefully or, what or was whatever done you know well, because yeah. when you
3: get into it that way that's the only way that you're gonna be able to project those feelings yeah i like, agree you put yourself in that part you don't pretend you do
2: no i agree i've always been more i'm not full on like method actor but i've always i've always been more of you know let's let's if we're gonna do it let's do it that's, yeah until until it, it can't be done anymore because we're on the verge of Hurting somebody right. terribly yes. or something, you know. So they
1: just shipped you off to Arkham Asylum, and now you're the Joker. So that's that's <laughs> where we're going to see you next. Uh, next season, yes. I'd like, I like to, I'd like to see a crazed Carlito next season.
2: That would be badass. I uh, just to go to a whole another level. I, I don't know. I don't. I mean, that'd be great. I don't know that they're gonna. I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know what Jeff's gonna do.
1: I think Jamie's kind of more of a card to play in in the sense of. Somebody, if they have their finger on Johnny, anyone who knows of your guys' relationship, even if you from jail lets the secret split to somebody in oh, the cause of later, cartel,
3: and then they're like, we have something, and all of a sudden she's just wrapped up in tape again, and he's going to be like, damn, man, that it sucks. sucks. As much as, the, we as, go again. as, much as it <laughs> sucks, like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like if that happens, though, they'll kill you the same episode they bring you back. Oh, <laughs> maybe. Oh, no. Hey, get them then... One more residual <laughs> check, though, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, what are you guys working on now outside of Graceland and everything that this show has done for you?
4: I'm working on a super cool project right now that I can't talk about Still at all. You can't talk about it? Uh, so. no, I can't. It's, I it it's
2: really cool. I can't talk about it either, but I know what it is. Really? Yeah.
4: <laughs> yes, yeah, so Eric is one of the few who knows. Um, yeah, I, I know to too. Talk about it next year. Psst. Am I going to get to use
1: a controller and have your voice play out of a TV screen? I mean, that, that's always a possibility. She's Gollum. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I oh mean, I was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: And what about you, Eric? What's going on? Uh, I've
2: I've been busy this first half of this year. Um, I'm finally taking a little break and, and going on vacation next week. But um, between Grace and I was working on a couple of films. Uh, neither of which I can really expand on too much. But uh, one should be coming out at the end of the year. Very small role in that one. And then the other one is actually a pretty cool project for me. And 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 you know, it's an it's an ensemble cast, but it's you know, it's definitely there's there's four or five of us that are, you know, your leads and everything like that. Again, I can't give too much away, but the the nice. cast my castmates are super talented and people that you will definitely recognize and uh it's 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 part of a series that you will recognize and, and everything like that. So that's pretty cool. Um
4: Eric also just got engaged.
2: I what? did. I just oh. got engaged. Yeah. yeah.
4: Congratulations. Yeah,
2: thank you. Thank you very
1: much. I'm assuming to this Candace, is the girlfriend I met last year. It is. Wonderful. Yes, <laughs> Candace.
2: Candace, Candace is watching or her family's watching. Yes, she's she is amazing and I finally put a ring on it because I have to. You can't let something like that get away. I knew before you you did.
4: (laughs) what? (laughs) I said, I knew before you did. (laughs) Yeah, she
2: did. Oh, you called it? Well, no, she knew before Candace knew, so. (laughs) Are you willing to say on air how you did it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um... Uh, i'm am a bit of a romantic, so <laughs> um no i uh, so one of the things, just the short version of it is i I love song, I love music, I love songs, I love country music specifically. both Candace and I grew up in Texas, and right. we both love country music and so I sing all the time in the car. that's something that I just do, and there are a lot of songs that remind me of her, and music has always been a really big thing for me and in lyrics and the stories that songs tell and everything so. What better way to propose and to write a song for her? So I wrote a song, but I don't I don't do things half ass. So I I didn't just be like, oh, Candice, will you marry me? Like shit like that. No, I my buddy that produced it won a Grammy a few years ago. Uh, my oh, other buddy fully, that helped fully co-write. Produced. Yeah, I, I had my buddy that helped co-write it is an amazing singer-songwriter himself. Played guitar, bass, dulcimer, and sang background vocals on it. Uh, Did you but, you sing it? I say it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Um, We
1: actually have the song, Alexis, can you...
2: (laughs) The, uh... The uh, the the fiddle was played by a guy named Jason Fitz, who's the fiddle player and musical director for the band Perry. Um, nice. Brian Tyler uh, helped with the drums on that. If you don't know who Brian Tyler is, the, the dude scored small movies like Iron Man three and nice. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and The Avengers: Age <laughs> of Ultron and totally tiny movies. Yeah, so never heard of them. that's that's the good the good thing about being in Hollywood and working right. in this Absolutely. industry is so you can call in favors. And so yeah, we we worked together on this and wrote this song, and it's it's a full on song. And I, ironically, we. It served its purpose. All I really wanted to do was, was have her say yes, which she did. <laughs> but
3: How did you play it? Uh, randomly or did you like this so, babe listen to this real quick. Well no that's the <laughs> thing like,
2: like I said when we when we road trip and stuff we we always listen to music and I'm always like she's she's a melodic listener so she listens to melodies. Oh my god. And yes. I'm I always know. I am always that. like hey you got to listen to the lyrics of this song it's really good so that's not out of the ordinary for me to say. We also always put a go not always we put a GoPro up when we go on road trip stuff. I'm the same type of stuff.
3: listener that would have passed me and I'd been like yeah. oh, good, good song. So we
2: we we did that. So anyway we were up in Napa Valley went up there with my dad and my brother and my brother's girlfriend and stuff and just kind of hung out on mini vacation there for her birthday and my brother's birthday. They're literally less than 24 hours apart in age. Nice. And uh, my dad's birthday is the week after. And so, yeah, so we, you know, we pulled up to this. She wanted to go to this this vineyard that's a castle up there. And so we're pulling up to this castle and, you know, we were listening to music like we were and I said, oh, hold on, let me finish this song or let me play you one more song. Pull up and she's just, oh, look, like, and I'm like hey just listen to, listen to the lyrics in this one it's a good song and I, I think I watched the playback on the GoPro I'm like it's it's life-changing and I didn't realize that it actually is when I said that and uh so song came on and and she, you know didn't think anything of it and then my voice comes on and she kind of looks over like wait a minute is that you and uh she's listening to I said, just listen to the lyrics and so she starts listening to it more and everything and I think she thought it was just, you know, oh, he wrote me a song for my birthday. This is amazing. Perfect. And man. then we get to the bridge, and there's there's the bridge, and then this little breakdown where the song kind of breathes before it goes into this really cool little acoustic moment, and that's where I popped the question, and she freaked out. and
1: <laughs> So did, you popped it yourself, not... The song saying, No, I, I wasn't gonna write that
2: part in this song. No, I, I popped it myself. I, I, I would have, again, that at some point somewhere down the road, we'll, we'll put this video out there for people to see or something. I don't know what we're gonna do, but the song, we inadvertently wrote a hit song, so keeping that to ourselves right now because we, uh, you may hear it's it on radio song. sometime in go. the near it's future. It's a legitimately so.
4: good song, yeah.
3: Um.
2: So, yeah, so there's that. Yay.
4: <laughs> Eric's
1: been busy. Well, congratulations! Yes. That's Thanks, awesome. Man. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate love stories it. like that. Thanks. So sweet. Steffi's blushing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, you
3: know I'm a romantic, and I appreciate those uh, gestures. Attaboy.
1: Thank you. <laughs> <Good. Aww. laughs> oh, we got some sound effects. <laughs> <Well done. laughs> so unfortunately, we are out of time. So unless Jamie's going to break her confia- confidentiality contract and tell her what she's up to. Not unless you guys have a lot of money to give me. Yeah. <laughs> we absolutely do not. Um, that's our show, guys. Thank you for joining us. Yes. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having and us. And
3: fantastic job at uh, on Graceland. I applaud you both. Thank you very much. Excellent. And the best of luck for the future projects. Thank you
2: guys for supporting us throughout the last couple of seasons and having us on a couple of times of and everything. And, uh, yeah, thank you all to the fans out there. We really, your tweets, your comments on Facebook, thank everything you. like that, they don't go unread. Uh, we love you all, and uh, we really appreciate your support, and we hope you continue to stay on for whatever we're working on in the future.
4: Yes, keep following us. We'll keep you entertained, I
3: promise. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, thanks to Nicholas Melendez in the chat, Tracy Hickson, uh, Guina Rivera, or Quina Rivera, Orlando Williams, Tiara Spells, Peggy Sturgis, Tracy Hickson, or I said that name already, Mackenzie Traver, and all of you guys who tweeted us, uh, Kenya Gonzalez and Mackenzie again, <laughs> God, they're tweeting and they're in the chat. Kenya's on top of it, man. Yeah, Totes. She kills it. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching live, for tuning and tweeting at us every week. We really appreciate the support for this show. Again, go to iTunes, rate us five stars, leave us a comment. We'll have more guests throughout the season. Maybe we'll bring Eric and uh, Jamie back. As fans of the yeah, show. Fans We're excited show. to watch. I mean, the finale, I always love having as many Start. people as possible. I'm going to try to get Jeff in here again. Yeah. Um, but where can their fans find you, follow you, and keep in touch? Uh, you can find me
4: on Instagram and
1: Twitter at jg
4: hyder.
2: And I'm on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and Periscope, uh, oh, yes. Periscope at, <laughs> as well. at Eric Valdez, E-R-I-K-V-A-L-D-E-Z.
1: And uh, you all can
3: find me on Twitter at Stephanie Georgie, on Instagram at the Georgie and on Periscope at Stephanie Georgie.
1: And you guys can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-E-U-X. Check me out on The Strain After Show, The Killjoys After Show, and coming up, The Fear of the Walking Dead After Show. We will be back next week for Graceland Season 3, Episode 6, entitled "Buto Ijo. Yeah. I have no idea what that is, but well, I Google guess we'll it. find out. <laughs> we'll see you next week, guys. Thanks again. Bye. Guys. Thank you.
0: From executive producers Maria Manunos,
1: Kevin Undergaro,
0: Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network.